Gaming NBS episode 266 being recorded Monday, October 28th, 2019. Welcome to Gaming NBS Tabletop RPG Podcast. I'm Sean. I'm Brett. Welcome to the show. Welcome back, folks. Glad everybody's on board. Sean, how the hell are you, man? Oh. <laughs> Just. <laughs> oh. Did you get any gaming in this last weekend, though? No. No, I did. Oh, D&D, that's right. Delta Green. Friday night, and then I ran Delta Green on Saturday. Um, You could talk about it, but then you'd have to kill me. Well. Just kill you like you did those three player characters. Hey oh Yeah. That was uh It was good. They um I described the scene in the desert outside of Tikrit. They under- they understood what it was. The, the hole in the ground, the the lorry just barely balancing over the hole. What are they gonna do? There's rock outcropping up there. They neglected to check the rock outcropping, which is where the cultists with the AK forty sevens were hiding. A couple full auto bursts. Two, uh, three rolls on lethality. And, uh, yeah, two dead, one wounded. And then uh, Lenny's character went temporarily insane, climbed down a hole, stomped across a miniature version of the city, ran down to a dark tunnel, into a black, inky lake, where he saw a horrible plastic, multicolored thing made out of some bizarre textured mouths and eyes and whatever, and the Shoggoth ate him. So that was good. So, yeah. It's getting there. Sounds like money well spent. It is money well spent. I'm having a good time. So how many have you killed so far? Four. I'm spreading it around a little bit. Alpha got gacked twice, so I feel like I gotta gotta move it around a touch more. But anyway, wrong place, wrong time. I tell you, man, that lethality roll in uh Delta Green, that's no joke when you hit it. <laughs> uh ten percent chance. Clack. Oh eight, clack. Oh five. That's it. You two motherfuckers dead. Oh, this one. You just take eight points. Eight? Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was very good. Lots of tension. Lots of what the hell is this? What's that? Oh, my God. Is that a snake person? All that stuff. It was It was a damn good time. So now it's all getting ready for game hole. Are you ready for game hole? Got your no. games ready? You're, you're totally done. You have completely prepped. Pre-gens are out. You're ready to roll. Maps no. are done. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> oh man, I am just. Ugh. I tell you, I have found the the D and D Beyond. I've got some pregens to do for five E. And D and D and D Beyond for a pregen, I could do the random thing, or I can plug them in. It's a really nice way to go to make pregen. So I've been slowly but surely cranking away on those, making sure I've got those for my three games. So it should be good. I have uh, I have some pregens made. I have sorted no miniatures. Hopefully I can just go right to where I think they are, grab it, open it up, and go, ah, here are all the miniatures I need. And then you wake up in a cold sweat, realizing, oh, my God, Gable's tomorrow. I forgot to look for miniatures. Oh, God. It's going to happen. It's coming. I'm going to get up at the ass crack of dawn rushing around at stuff. I don't know why. I've known this damn convention's been coming for the well, last Well, the thing that's year. funny is it only comes every year now. So, oh. sorry. Anyway, when are you running? I'm running Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. What Man, are you so am I, dude. Are you? LARP at 10 on Thursday, which okay, I should okay. probably reread again. Even though I think the LARP is very, like... It's a damn good thing Susan's going to be at the 
kind of hand out candy at our booth then. Well, I start at 10, dude. They don't trick or treat oh. till like 6, right? I don't know, but we should make sure you're there. So I have um, the deal, 10 to... Oh, that's right. Uh, I think I signed up for three hours, because I don't know how it's... It could be an hour long. Lord, yeah, that's one know. of those games that, that depends. I just don't know. And then s- Friday is my Tomb of Horrors. Okay, and Saturday is the big Great Gatsby. Oh. God, I guess being a great Saturday, race. I just don't know. Like, I have time to talk to people that have run it. Like, uh, Corey will be there, and I'll be like, You're hey, going to have hey, a blast. Come here, man. Come here. Come here. Help hey, me out. How do I do this? <laughs> Am I okay? What happens if I fuck it up? I know the premise. I know how to start it, but there's some nuances that I have to be aware of, or I could really... I don't, I don't think I could screw it up, because I think the players are going to be so screwed up themselves, they won't actually have any idea whether well, the I'm best things doing about things a Cthulhu right. game a mythos game of any kind is a certain point like wow this makes no sense this keeper is magical he's got this <laughs> sense of insanity and wonder it's as if he doesn't even know what's going on there's people <laughs> that are gonna listen to this and they're gonna be in my freaking game and they're gonna be like I got your number buddy <laughs> I got your number you dumbass yeah, son of a bitch you. I am actually I, I'd set up to run one Thursday Friday Saturday as I said I'm like, ah, this time, this time. They all are at 1 o'clock. So 1 o'clock, Thursday, Friday, Saturday is Avalon time, apparently. So there we go. Are they all the same game? No, no, no. I've oh, got wow. uh, Butcher Baker, Candlestick Maker, then... No, wait, Fish Story. The three guys. And then um, Vera's Wrath, I think, in that order. But anyway, should be good. It's going to be fun, fun, fun. Oh, and Friday night, I think we'll do a soiree. See, we probably won't. Uh, oh, so I got to get this episode out beforehand, too. God. Well, I don't have is, enough going on this week. Yeah, you're good. You got plenty of time. Plenty of time. Plenty. <laughs> plenty of time. Plenty of time. All right, so let's get through this then. We got to get going. We got to cut your time here. Yes. So uh, evercon.org, talking about cons, go out there. One of our listeners, Robert, he's running Five Torches, DCC, Astonishing Swordsman, as I said. I would love people to go out. This is in January. I know it's a ways out. But if you could get your event submitted, the sooner the better. We've had a good flurry. I think we're at over 100 now. But the more events you get in, obviously from just a con running perspective, the more impressive it is to the perspective con goer. We see all the different games. I always love and push heavily for more RPG events. We get a fair number of them, but we also have a good number of card games, board games, card game tournaments and stuff. But it's always fun the more and more RPG events we can get. I got AJ's going to run a 5e game. Ilana's thinking about running something. So, hey, the more you could do, the better off you'll be. So hopefully we'll see you there. The last bit of news on the Avalon Kickstarter, just uh, I mentioned this last time, the Master Archivist Collection. If you're a backer, you should have your links and the PDF out there. I'm going to get a copy of that in hard copy soon once Phil and the boys at Encoded review it. So far, it's looking pretty good. I've heard some nice things back from our backers who are pleased with the contents and how it's laid out and all that good stuff. So that makes me feel really good. And I did find out that on uh, drive through uh, the Streets of Avalon is a copper bestseller. What? So Get out of here. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. That's very, very cool. Wow. Um, I will have, I've got some copies in hardcover and softcover of the Streets of Avalon book. I'll have at GameholeCon to sell. If anybody is interested in stopping by and picking up a copy, I will have a couple. I should say more than a couple. I've got a stack. So we'll see. For all I know, I'll be there all bright-eyed and say, oh, maybe someone will buy my book. And I'll be like, oh, oh, no one bought my book. I'll have to use this for kindling. (laughs) 
but we'll see what happens. Anyway, shall we move on, man? Random encounter? Yes. Let's, let's do it. Let's move on. Where is the button? Random encounter. This is where we feel voicemails, emails, comments from the social media. You start. Yeah. Uh, Bill Durfee writes in very briefly. In session zero, we try and set SOPs. Um, I think he's talking about. He says it immediately after. Standard yes. operating procedures. Well, I know, but I was I was wondering what he was referring to. What topic? What what episode? Oh, I see. I see. Anyways, in session zero, we try to set SOP, standard operation procedures. Actually, standard operating, but that's okay. On um, things like marching orders, searching rooms, types of encounters. So unless they are stating something different, I know where they are and what they are doing. We would use the term Scooby-Doo it. Instead of Greyhawk it. Well, yes. I like the way that Bill's doing this, though. Yeah. Yours, I'll give Doc a little bit of shit here. When he holds up the thing and says, I Greyhawk it, he's being cheeky. Like, Sean, you know the drill. He does does cheek away. He does, indeed. And But Bill here is saying, look, what we do is say, we have a standard operating procedure. This is what we do. When you say what our marching order is, write that down. We'll write it down. This is how we search rooms. This is what we do. So when the game master says X... Uh, we don't get to say I would have done, or you can't because we would have. I'd uh, if I'd have seen that I would. Uh, you that helps to eliminate those things. And Bill, I think that's a damn fine idea, especially in a dungeon crawly type of game or anything with a repeatable procedure like that. That's uh, that's a damn good call. I like it. Like everything about it. All right, thank you, Bill. I'll move over. To Greg Palinchek comments on tracking character wealth. Regarding your response to Suboptimal Play's email about the family sword, I know in Pathfinder there's a cleric spell that can... Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is this, is this the right one? No, this isn't. Oh, hang on. Ah, hmm. Starting over. Regarding your response to Suboptimal Play's email about the family sword, I know in Pathfinder there's a cleric spell that can make a normal item masterwork for cost of the monetary difference between normal and masterwork. After that, give them enough money to be able to enchant that sword as needed. Hmm... I like that. Another good way to go about things. Thank you, Greg. Good stuff. Yeah. Thanks, Greg. I'll tell you, man, those he mentioned the thing in Pathfinder, and I'll throw this out there. There are a lot of different I completely forgot in 5e in combat, there is a help action in combat. You can help and provide advantage to the person you're helping. I had no idea. I, I completely glossed all that over. And playing yes. D D this last weekend, I went. Wait a minute, I remember. I offered help to a few people, and lo and took down the demon. So there you there you are. There's a lot of uh, golden nuggets lodged away in some of these rule books that we think we know, like the back of our hand, but sometimes there's a little sneaky something-something hanging out there that's worth looking into. To include what Robert Nemeth, that's a good transition, Brett. Yeah, I've worked on it all day. Thank Robert you. Nemeth writes in on the forums. He points out this as he responds to description expectations. Sean, from page 178 of the 5e PHB, box in the right column. When your character searches for a hidden object, such as a secret door or trap, the dungeon master typically asks you to make a wisdom perception check. In most cases, you need to describe where you are looking in order for the DM to determine your chance of success. For example, 
key is hidden beneath a set of folded clothes in the top drawer of a bureau. If you tell the DM that you pace around the room, looking at the walls and furniture for clues, you have no chance of finding the key, regardless of your wisdom perception check result. You would have to specify that you were opening the drawers or searching the bureau in order to have any chance of success. Hmm. There you go. Well, that's nice. That's, that's a good, that's a combination. Like, look, what are you doing? Okay. Make, give me a roll. Give me a roll. And that's similar to what Sean and I had, had kind of outlined, I believe, when we said, hey, the better the description, the lower the DC. Yeah, but he's, he's specifically this is, saying, look, it's in the rule book. Yeah, and in the rule book, this is stating, look, y'all say you're looking everywhere but the bureau. Roll whatever the fuck you want. You ain't going to get it. Right. You got to look in the bureau. You got to tell me you're looking in the bureau. I like it. Thanks, that's Robert, cool. for Thank you. putting us in check again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's very good. Very, very good. Right. What's next? We have DM Kojo with a voicemail. Just going to be pretty interesting, I think. Oh, lay it on me, big guy. Hey, guys, it's Kojo. Hey, just wanted to call and uh, give a quick report on a game I ran last night that brought up a bit of a uh, question for me. I was running a game for my son's birthday party uh, for... Uh, nine middle schoolers, eight boys, one girl. And uh, I've run for middle schoolers for years, as you know, and so I'm well familiar with this. But I have seen a trend the more and more I play with these middle schoolers uh, that, you know, it's kind of concerning and frustrating. So it was a one-shot, so they all got pre-gens, and the pre-gens started at level five, and they had some magic items and such. And one of the players right from the beginning, first thing he says is, I want to steal the ring from this other kid. And so with the middle schoolers, I have a pretty strict no player versus player stuff uh, policy. So I said, no, no, you can't do that. And I tried to explain to him, you know, these are your friends. You've been adventuring together for a long time. Why would you do that? And then uh, later on, I had a kid who was upset that uh, because we're playing an older school game that the race and class uh, – options that he wanted weren't available he's like well that's dumb i should be able to do what i want i said no you just you know you can't have a half orc paladin in this game that's not part of the rules so he thought that was dumb and everything everything out of their mouths is is, this is silly this is dumb and one point one kid said well this is D &D. it's fantasy i can do whatever i want and you're the dungeon master and you should be able to do whatever you want and change whatever you want and i said well you know Yes, I could, but, you know, this is the game we're playing, the rules we're playing by. They didn't seem uh, very interested in playing by those rules. And I assured them that 5e, even though I don't play it, I'm sure has rules and things that limit some of their options and they can't just do absolutely anything they want. Finally, when one of the player characters died uh, early into the session, the kid was like, well, can I come back? And I said, no, you can't just come back. And you chose to leave the party, and your character died, and I'm sorry, but that's it. Well, can I come back as a ghost? Can I come back and give them advice? Can I come back and do this? Can I come back and do that? And, you know, I, I shot all that down, but it was just very frustrating. And it, I've seen a trend with younger players coming into the game, this idea of I should be able to do what I want, and uh, it's frustrating. So just wanted to hear your guys' take on that. Appreciate it. Thanks. Bye. Hey, well, well hold on a second. Oh, here's, hey, Kojo, can I do that? No, you can't. 
Kojo, buzz killer. I'll tell you, man. All right, so this this may completely derail the rest of the show here, or maybe not. I don't know. But so a long, not a long time back, a while back, I brought up the story about my son AJ' birthday party, and his buddy Danny wants to stab the dire boar in the nose. Yeah, and I say, Danny. And I say, and I say no called shots. And a couple of listeners are like Brett, you dick, let him have a called shot. That's how you get people interested in the game. And my, my retort was, okay. So when do I take the wind out of the kid's sails? Oh, right? When he learns that, hey, the rules don't allow it. And I think, I honestly think, Kojo, and if we uh, if we see each other at, at GaryCon, I, I know we'll probably talk about this, but I'll tell you, man, as gamers, what you're running into, we do this to ourselves. We tell people, prospective players, oh, it's a role-playing game. You can do anything you want. It's awesome. You just tell the dungeon master, tell the game master what it is you want to do. And Sean will, get, and Sean will just tell you how hard it is. If you can't do it, he might say, oh, it's really, you can't do it. But he'll, anything goes, man. Anything. It's great. Everything you want to do is possible. We fucking sell that to people. Yeah, we tell man, people, that's we tell the people deal. That. That's the deal. Hey. Until, until you've played X number of times and we drop the rule hammer on you. I'm sorry. <laughs> But this is Star Trek. You don't get a lightsaber, dick. And then we, ah. oh, and then everyone's hearts are broken. Boo. 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 Hey, no lightsaber in Star Trek? Oh. Boo. I'm serious, though. There is, I think, so my first thought, Koju, is I think you may, I don't know the kids, and I don't know if you have a background with some of these kids, but my first instinct is they were not in the mood to play D&D with you. Oh, <laughs> And I have had this with, with uh, teenage kids, middle school kids, twenty somethings. They're just not. They say they want to play, but they're more in a mood to play, grab ass, fuck around, do something stupid. They really don't want to focus. They don't want to play. And that <laughs> I want to steal this person's ring. I want to do this thing. I have played at um at the DC Everest Gaming Club, and they had a couple kids who were. Um, troubled youth and had uh, had a hard time getting attention at home and whatever, and they would act out in different ways and whatnot. And I knew who the kids were, um, knew some of their parents and some of the struggles they were going through. And one of the reasons they were in the gaming club was for socialization and so on. But these kids would have very kind of quasi-aggressive, weird behaviors like this. And then I kept thinking to myself, yeah, I kind of did stupid shit like that too when I was 10 or 12 or even 16 playing with my buddies. But I'll tell you, man, a lot of times when I think back on it, maybe it's rose-colored glasses to the past, but a lot of times when my friends and I got together and the game's completely derailed, we were there ostensibly to play Dungeons & Dragons, but we really didn't want to play. We just wanted to hang out. It was an excuse to be there and just talk shit. So I don't know if you ran into that, Kojo, where you had a group of kids who were like, oh, yeah, let's play D&D. And then all it took was one malefactor to say, oh, well, that's stupid, which is a thing kids say. Um, that's dumb, that's lame, or whatever phrases the kids today are saying. <laughs> and it kind of sets a tone. And this idea of I should be able to do whatever I want, I think that's something that we as gamers, honestly, we dig that hole for ourselves sometimes when we pitch the game to people. But I would not doubt, Kojo, that some of the kids at that table, all the ones who were complaining, really didn't want to play. They just want to hang out. Sean, what do you think? Have you seen that before? Have you seen that type of thing before where people show up and they really don't want to play? They just want to just want to bullshit, eat chips, and drink beer? 
Not that these kids were drinking beer, but yeah, even with adults, I've seen this shit, man. Hey, Danny, you do drugs, Danny? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's that's, <laughs> no. that's what it was. Family-friendly podcast here, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely. You know, I think it's just, you know what I think it is? What do you think it is? I think Kojiro. It's goddamn kids. I th- <laughs> no, sorry. What is it? I think Kojo's got the wrong game group. <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying on it. I think you're right. Have Danny run that shit. Hey, <laughs> stab him in the nose. Go ahead. That's uh, Danny that. or AJ or Alana to Alana to freaking roll to that stuff for him. Actually, Alana's more of a sticker for the rules. Than I am. <laughs> well, maybe she could crack the whip though and not get into trouble. Do you run into that even with adults though? When how come I can't? I should be able oh. to do. It. I should be able to do what I want. Well, you, I don't have know. you run into that? I shit? mean, do you count Jeff as an adult? I mean, I, it's hard <laughs> to say. It's hard to say. I mean, the jury's out. It's only been, you know, he's over thirty. I'll say that. Well, we get. I mean, I have. I've seen this at cons. I've played with grown men and women like this, and I've played with kids like this. I was a kid like this, where it's like, well, how come I can't? Well, that's lame. How come I can't be the first half work paladin? Why can't I be the first one? And in a one shot, you're like, look, there's uh, no, no, not not for right now. That really, that's not the point of this. For a campaign, perhaps if Kojo was running a, a an old school campaign and they said, look, I wanted to be this thing, Kojo could say, and Kojo, you're not here, so you can't. <laughs> so I'm speaking on your behalf, obviously, but you might be like, you know what? You know what, Sean, little young Sean, I'll let you be that. The very first half paladin or half work paladin. Yeah. Boy, look at you, eager beaver. Here you go. Yeah. You're all happy and ready to roll. Maybe that's a thing. I don't fucking know. You know, I would have been, I would, I would love for Kojo to run that game exactly like they wanted it and see what would happen. Besides total and utter chaos. Which is interesting because sometimes when I have done that with kids, I'm like, fine, fuck it, whatever, whatever. Right, right. And they walk away going, oh, that game was awesome. I'm like, it was nonsensical. <laughs> garbage yeah. this was like this was like a bowl of lucky charms ostensibly it's cereal it's not cereal it's sugar but it was like yeah it's just it was you know lucky charms with nothing but marshmallows okay kids i guess you could say brett gave you cereal for breakfast so that's okay if i were kojo i would probably be like hold on hold on danny hold on junior easy kid. go to the go to the liquor cabinet pull out a bottle <laughs> put it on the table and then go all right, so what do you want to do? Do you want to kill that player character? Give me some rolls there, Danny. And just let it slide? Let it roll. Hey, you want to pick their pockets? All right. You, you know, I just got- Take a couple swigs of a highball every few minutes, and you'll just be good ease, to go. Just ease, ease your pain. <laughs> your, inner, your inner game master who's screaming at you. Gaming and BS does not condone the use of alcohol or drunkenness. Please, please, uh, please game master sober. <laughs> yes, very true. Especially if you're underage. I mean, um, you know, what are you going to do? They're, they're, I mean, now he's now. If we take a serious, uh, maybe if we try to take this a little more seriously. I, honestly, I'm. It's that his pain is is has been my pain multiple times, and I'm like, you guys said you want to run a serious game. I'm trying to run a game. Here's the rules: this is a one shot, a single event. Can we please just play the game? Right. It's and this is what you've you've talked about this too, where players show up and don't want to engage in the thing that's there. Right. Yeah. That's kind of an asshole player move. 
And I think, <clears throat> excuse me, sometimes the answer is fine. You guys want absolute fucking chaos? I'll give you absolute fucking chaos. So fine, do whatever you want. Um, you can do that. I guess part of me, though, is that because this was for Kojo's son's birthday, Kojo, were you what you're doing? I'm assuming is what your boy wanted, you know, what what he wanted to run. So the other thing that's unfortunate that I I I feel if I were you in that case, one of my son's friends is there. My son's expecting this to be a fun experience, a lot of and a really good time. And this other person, you're trying to do your best. Your kid loves playing with you. He understands what's going on. This is fun for him. And someone else says that's stupid. Yeah, that's not cool. As a dad, I'm like, you just called my son stupid. Now I'm pissed at you, little shit. You know, <laughs> this is this is what hits me. Is I'm like, this is a thing you and your your son like. It's a party. It's a thing he's asked for, and somebody's calling it dumb. That's just that kid is rude. That's rude behavior. That's inappropriate, right? I I've gamed with game masters. I do not like um, the way they run games at all. I've been at conventions. I've been at the game hole with a game master I was not keen on. It was terrible adventure. And you totally were like, this game is dumb. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you bastard. And I threw soda at him because that was the way that's how you do it. That's how you that's how you resolve things. Is a- and and coach is in a almost a no-win spot where, you know, if he lets it go crazy, if that's where it was really gonna go, then he's disappointed his son. And if he puts too much of a clamp down on everything, then people start dissenting. And not doing stuff. I don't know if it's. I honestly, I, I Coach is saying he's seeing a trend in this, and I think that I don't know if it's a trend or not. I because whenever I tell any anybody about RPGs, one of the things that comes out of my mouth is you. There, are, you know, unlike Skyrim, World of Warcraft, whatever online there are basically there's no preset boundaries for stuff if you want to try to do something crazy there's a chance you can you you have a list of skills you can do different tell me what it is you want to do and i'll tell you what happens that's kind of cool we we love that narrative story building stuff <clears throat> but you have to have it, there's got to be some boundaries right and these and somebody out there is probably saying, no, you do whatever you want. And there's no reason that kid couldn't have had everything he wanted to be. How come you wouldn't let him do it? It was just a one-shot. Well, that's shot. what's it's wrong just... with society now, Brett. <laughs> well, that's a shit we I got. We let kids do whatever the hell they want nowadays. <laughs> that's why we're in this mess. Well, I get a little crap for, like, the Danny thing. Like, how come you didn't let him do this? I'm like, well, because, no. I just I made a ruling. As game masters, we make rulings all the time. Yeah. I mean. Because I don't I like don't... the kid. I don't want him to have any fun. <laughs> he like, said no. He said like something Danny. I... He said something I was doing was stupid earlier, like two weeks ago. Yeah, oh. I got a, I got the little fucker back. Wow, That's there what you go. That then and that all comes out now. Finally, yeah, it's all good. So fine. There I, is no answer, Kojo. I don't know, man. I honestly, Sean, I think you may have well hit it on the head, though. It's almost find a different game a comp- group. Hey, quit gaming with thirteen-year-olds, Kojo. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously though, I think I think what you said and what I said. If you smash those two things together, I think that might well be the answer. It's a group of kids where some of them, because it doesn't sound like all of them, there was a couple pick ones in there that did not want to do what you were doing. I personally, until I have more data, I'm stuck on the fact that I don't think someone actually wanted a game. The thought of it was fun. Then they sat down, realized it wasn't quite what they wanted to, 
what what they really wanted to do, what they thought it would be. So they just started to pick and be kids. Because unfortunately, that's that's sometimes how kids are. And I don't really think those kids were the largest dissenters really wanted to play. Even if you let them have whatever they wanted to, they would have escalated on you. I've seen that before with kids. Gaming and other ways with kids. But it this might be a case of, take Sean's point, is you've got a bad gaming group. And it's not the whole group. It's those kids who were not having fun. My assumption, Kojo, was that the other people playing with you, your son and some of the other kids, were having a good time. And, I mean, assuming that they were indeed having a good time, then you're doing the right thing. A couple people not having fun isn't a failure, right? It's just a couple people who weren't a good fit. <laughs> I, just picture, I just picture Kojo like, Hey, we're gonna play this role-playing game. Well, we don't want to play. We're playing it, or you're gonna have fun. God <laughs> damn it! Like, Can out. I do this? Can I do that? No, no, you can't do that. Now, now, get in there, Johnny, and freaking run through there. Tell unless, me what you're gonna do. Unless Coach is a much bigger bastard than I think he is, and I've met the man a number of times in person. He's a very nice guy. I don't. I can't. I can't see him doing that. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> He totally made those kids play role playing games. <laughs> they didn't even want to. They didn't even want to do it. Yeah, that's the deal. No, Mr. Kojo, we don't <laughs> oh, want to play. I don't want to play. Too bad. <laughs> God damn it. I hate coming to your house. Uh, it's either I, that or ditch digging. What do you want? I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you look if you go back, this is actually oddly tied together here. Robert brings up the whole, hey. 178 of the 5e player's handbook. This is how you search for stuff. The perception check description we just read. You know, the Pathfinder rule for making a normal item a masterwork item and so forth. Maybe we as game masters or gamers in general, when we're introducing the game to new players, we explain a whole lots of things. Almost anything is possible. You know, you, you operate within the genre, you operate within the setting and, and the rules. So there are rules that help govern certain things and make sure everything's at a levelish playing field. So we all know how the world operates. It's kind of how physics and gravity, blah, 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 whatever analogy you want to make. But maybe that's a thing that would help some newer gamers understand that, yes, you can do almost anything, but it has to be within the bounds of the game that you're playing because there is, it's not free form. Anything goes storytelling. Although I'm sure there are some games out there that are very much like that or can be. And yeah, you can break every rule. Let them do whatever the fuck they want. You can totally do that. I think that way after a while lies madness. And uh, unless that's your, unless that's your shtick, even in paranoia, where the game <laughs> is, you know, the computer will kill you. We've got X number of clones. Bad things happen to you all the time. Everybody's a member of secret society, which is illegal and punishable by death. Everyone's a mutant. And that's being one is illegal and punishable by death. That we, game has systems built in to enforce and, and, and have that fun. I think yes. Kojo's running the wrong game. He should be playing Paranoia for these kids. Paranoia or Tune. Or Tune, yeah. <laughs> Here's a slapstick. Here, go to town, kid. Can I have an anvil? You bet, little little Johnny. You you bet, Howard the Duck. Go for it. <laughs> can do, I have do, a big do. hammer? Of yes. course you can, Sally. Wang. So Sean, when you have when you've talked about gaming with people, whatever, do you, do you sell people on the whole? You can do whatever you want. Is that a is that a part of your pitch when you talk to people about gaming, or do you not? 
Do not sell Do not sell people new gamers on gaming, and if not, why? I uh, I don't necessarily say hey, you can do anything. Like sky's the limit, man. Whatever you want to do. You've never said that. Anything? I like don't that? think I've gone as far as that. I've gone as far as you can do it. Like your character. I think there's well. The people I play with, I think, are under the under are uh, under the impression there's certain boundaries within the dynamics of oh, the group. Oh, you're, you're, you're just not confident. You're just not confident enough in yourself as a gamer to play with brand new new people. You only. No, I'm kidding. I'm teasing. <laughs> Zap. Yeah. That, well, of, duh, Brett. I mean. Why would I play with anybody that doesn't know how to play? It's kind of exactly. like that's kind of like why would I play football? With, why would I play football with babies? Someone's gonna get hurt. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so oh, I think Lord. it's just a matter of. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, yes, I think I've said, yeah, you can. I mean, do what do you want to do? Do you you can do any like you can do this, you can do that, you can do this. I mean, but if somebody said, well, I want to jump. I want to jump up like Superman and fly and like, well, not necessarily in this game. But it's a fantasy game. You should be able to do whatever I want. Well, see, that's the point, right? Like you kind of have to set the universal expectations for the setting and the group dynamic and Mm -hmm. everything else. So, I mean, but the people I play with, like I don't play with a lot of kids. So I don't get into the, a lot of kids that are like, Wow, I could do anything. Okay, I kill this person. I take their stuff, and I, I don't know. Can I find a dragon to ride on? Right. I think it's more in the moment than somebody yeah. that's like, okay, I'm gonna make a character concept. I'm going to be so. Vicky's made up her third character for Tomb of Annihilation, so she's mm. modeled her after Lara Croft. Right. She's an arc. She's like a. Um, uh, archaeologist. A badass arche- ar- archaeologist. Yeah, kind yeah. of an archaeologist explorer type mm-hmm. that is a rogue and i Got think it. she's making her a shoot 'em up rogue maybe i don't know but you know there's a particular like i'm gonna go in and be kind of badass and yeah, yeah, yeah. slide around floors and well did kojo say he tumble? gave these guys pre-gens these are pre-gens right i don't know man i missed it shit are we gonna are we just talk about this or are we on a topic <clears throat> we're talking about this right now god damn it because okay. i'm stuck on it all right well, don't derail me. I don't think there's a wrong or right. I get this is my show with you. We can talk about anything we want. There are no rules. I, I have <laughs> mute buttons. Ah, shit. <laughs> so Sean's like, so, case in point, Brett hey, can Brett, pitch a fit if he wants to. Go ahead, Brett. What were you saying? Oh, well, I was going to talk about, oh, oh, damn it. Look at that. I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> but, it. I mean, let's look at the, the, the situation in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Kojo is quite a bit different in age than than the kids. Yeah, I, the, I'm different in age than most kids. Yes, right. But with that difference comes like, I mean, we don't game like we're 13 anymore, Brett. No, last time I ran for well, I ran, ran at AJ's 13 year old birthday party. There were there were fart jokes that they thought were hilarious that they didn't think this old man would get until I looked up at them and said, "Yes, it's a fart joke." It's yeah, funny. Right. And they and they kind of looked at me like, oh, the old guy understands our, our language. But we find <laughs> we find we find different things funny. Oh yeah, absolutely. And they have different things that go through their brains. Because they're or, 13. or just or just you know, wind right. is it going through there. Whatever. 
And so that's one thing. And then yes. secondly is the game. And, and I don't know how Kojo set it up. Like, okay, you're all a group of adventurers and you're going to go into this cavern because the king and queen sent you and you're in search for this specific ring or whatever. Right. I don't know the premise, right? How he established, like, you all want to lean on each other because if all of you die, then nobody's going to be able to survive to get the mission done or whatever that is. Oh, I had the, okay. I had the distinct feeling that it might not the, matter that the unrest started as soon as the character sheets were handed out. People started talking about what their character was. That's well, you know, I mean, better I've than seen, me. I, I've seen that happen. Right. Yeah, sure. Oh, what do you have? Oh, I want to steal her ring. I'm a thief. I steal her ring. Dude, we, hang on. I just <laughs> just put my screen down. I just handed out dice for y'all. Just no, hang on a second. Yeah, but I want to oh, stop just a minute. I honestly, I I really think, and this is a piece I have. Um, so I'm going to step away from that for a second and go to adult game groups, guys I've run for and women I've run for. There's certain points when we're gaming, gaming, gaming. This last This last Delta Green game I ran on Saturday. Going great, going really well. Something occurs, it's a bit of a slower pace. And Lenny goes, oh, that reminds me. And we all started trading stories. The game stopped dead for like 45 minutes. And all we talked about was just these stories. It was just stupid crap. Concerts, girlfriends. Reminiscing. It just was all, you know, glory days bullshit of a bunch of 40 plus year old dudes. Glory days. Yeah, which is not that entertaining for me. I'm on the bar. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you remember. He was walking down. I was walking down. Anyway, point is, <laughs> is that that set, at that moment, my group did not want to play. They did not want to play Delta Green right then. They like they really seriously want to talk about something. So let it run its course and say, okay, let's get back to the game. So that's like, ah, yes, the adult that's method of. I want to kill this. I want to steal that. I want to ride on a pony and yeah, a that's unicorn. The, that's, at least in my experience, that's the grown-up version of, oh, shit, I'm old. haven't seen you guys in a month or two, and I just remembered I was going to ask you, can you come over and help me move a piano? You're like, <laughs> the fuck does that have to do with anything? We were talking about the help action, and that reminded me, like, oh, for God's sakes, yes, I'll help you move a fucking piano. Stupid shit like that comes up, and I think... Because when you mentioned there's different things going on in, in other people's heads and especially younger kids and whatnot, I think sometimes their attention span just isn't there. And what sounded like a really good idea five minutes ago may not seem like the same good idea. And it can be very hard to get them locked in. Not every kid is like my son, AJ, who would game until he fell over, I think. He really, 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 really likes playing D&D. If he had a good D&D group and he was playing and having fun, he'd just keep playing. Loves that stuff. Not everybody's like that. No. And I've seen plenty of kids. Um, this was a couple game clubs ago at with at my kid's school. They have a gaming club, and I went to run run a game. And they had a kid who was so interested in it. He was super excited and very jacked up. And after the first encounter, when it the combat stopped, and it wasn't like one big, long fight for, for two hours, he checked out, got up, and walked away. <laughs> and then came back 45 minutes later, goes, oh, I'd like to play again. And I said, what? And AJ and the other kids were really into it, said, no, we're almost done. <laughs> they like turned their back on him because they're like, we're not, we're not dealing with you, kid. I think some people just, it's not, it's not that moment for them. And I think in the adult world, you'll be running a game with your, with your buddies, the guys and gals you game with. And Mary's going to say, oh my God, that reminds me of the stupid thing. This happened. 
you know. And Sean's like, oh, my God, that reminds me of my stupid cat, that dumb lump. Oh, did you see that stupid internet meme? What? What? And next thing you know, you're totally derailed. It's two hours later. And somebody's like, yeah, we should just get lunch. Let's take a like, right, let's let's just stop, get lunch, and we'll start gaming and, at whatever. This stuff happens. But I think that um I don't know when Kojo mentions it's a trend, I haven't not I have not seen the trend so much in the kids that I've run for. Um so I'm not gonna say no, Kojo, it's not a trend. It may well be. But I honestly, and I do truly believe this, that we as gamers, if you look it up online and people, oh, you could do anything. All, all, all this stuff is possible. All this cool shit. And it's great. It's the golden age of gaming. There's tons and tons of cool stuff out there. But I think sometimes we bring that on ourselves by telling people, you just tell me what it is you want to do, and I'll tell you what you have to roll to make that happen or some language they're on. And it may behoove us with newer gamers to say things like, look, you, have, you can do almost anything. By that I mean within genre, within the setting, within the rule set this that we use by. There are certain things you can't do. This game doesn't have... You can't shoot someone in the eyeball. You just roll the hit and just do damage. The spells you have are the ones you have. You can't tweak them or modify them. Those are just, for simplicity's sake, that's what we're doing, or or whatever the case is. And that 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 might help. I don't know if that's the answer to Kojo's dilemma there or not. Um, Kojo, I don't know if you want to call us back and talk about it anymore. Um, but if nothing else, let's, um, uh, even if you don't want to do, do anything more on the show here, man, I'd love to have you, uh, and I just spend some time at Gary Khan this next year and, uh, hash it out. It can be interesting to, to hear more. Any more thoughts from you, Sean, on this? No, no, <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope. All right. So I think we're gonna have to push our usual topic out cause we're like 40 minutes in. Okay. Let's just push it out. That, w- that took up our time. All right. No, that's fine. And I don't want to. Otherwise, we're going to go on for like two hours. All right. So we're going to go to the die roll? Yeah, let's just go over to die right. roll. Let's just move on. All right, die roll. Uh, let's see. Uh, not too many this week. One random dungeon generator. Uh, we'll have a link in the show notes. I posted it in the forums. Found it on Twitter, I think. Just hit refresh. That's all you do. Go to the URL. <laughs> Don't like the dungeon that comes up. Just hit refresh. I've heard about this. I've not looked at it. That's oh my god. It's abandoned library of the Shadow Baron. Hmm. That looks interesting. Let's see. What's this one? Lulu Swamp Monastery of the Shadow Prince. Huh. I don't feel like that. That's pretty handy. Yeah. Nice looking maps too. Yeah. And each map has stuff. So like this one, room two, gems hidden in a crack in the wall. Number one, a large door is a keyhole in the western wall of the chamber. Number four, a box holds a key. Just little adventure notes to give something special to certain rooms. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, Halls of the Vampire 1. For several centuries, the Halls of the Vampire 1 were considered lost until recently were rediscovered by a gang of bandits. Neat. This is fucking cool. This is very cool. I will, I will use this. Very, very nice. Second one, Edwin Nagy is hosting an Extra Life event November 8th to the 9th. So if you haven't heard of Extra Life in the gaming sphere Get out thrown or whatever rock you're hiding under. God damn it. Everybody's doing Extra Life. I thought it was during a specific time, but apparently people are just doing it whenever. 
I think there's it's a cool. It's a cool idea though. It's yes. a great, it's a great thing to do. Yes. So extra life. Um, what is extra life? Blah, 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 blah. It's, it's really benefiting. And it, I, there's a lot of video games also that are involved and, um, wizards is a big partner, Twitch, uh, G fuel, humble bumble rooster teeth. But anyways, all like the money's raised for uh, Children's Miracle Network hospitals. So there's usually tons of tabletop gamers that are running events to raise money. Um, people donate, and it's usually televised on Twitch. In this case, Edwin is running. He starts on the eighth at six p.m. Eastern Standard Time. He's going to run it for twenty four hours of gaming, something like sixty kids or something like that i think 60 people he's running through edwin's a damn good game master too. he's an animal he is an animal and he's a damn good game master so it's uh that's gonna be cool that's gonna be very cool have you played in one of his games i have not but i've talked to other people i walked by um a game he was running for us for gaming bs he covered for uh one of our game masters wasn't able to make it and i set him up at the table he said, yeah, Brett, I got this. I came back in 15 minutes, and everyone was having a blast. Oh, my God. He had them in the palm of his hand like like that. It was it was pretty cool to watch. Yeah. Yep. Good dude. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, That's it. That's all I had for this week. Okay. So what are we talking about? Are we going to record next week? Well, next week is, yeah, we'll just do it Monday. Last day of game hole. Yeah, let's just do a Monday instead. Ooh. We'll work or Tuesday. S- we'll work something out. We'll work something out. We'll work something <laughs> out. We'll figure it out. Johnny, but what I want to talk Johnny about. Johnny has an allowance for gaming in this. I know, <laughs> I know, taking I know. up too much time is bad. I know. Well, how about this? What we're going to talk about next time is how much we prep for a game. Ah. And because we've got a little bit of what we're doing for, you know, how much we prep for this convention? I'm kind of curious as to how things go off for us because I'm going to do my usual amount. Sean's going to do his usual amount, which is like, oh my god! Which I mean, th- I think everybody does at some point. But just kind of talk about what we did, how we did it, and then uh, maybe a compare contrast to some of the campaign stuff because I have a feeling when I get right down to it, what I prepare for one shot isn't that much different than I do for a campaign. I don't think. We'll find out when we talk about it. Is that cool? You good yeah. with that? Oh, sure, Brett. Sure, Brett. Whatever, Brett. Shut up, man. You wrecked this episode. Fine. <laughs> Fuck off. Whatever. Hey, if it wasn't for Kojo, we might not have one. Well, I had a topic. <laughs> we'll have to cover that one another time, though. All right. Cool. Okay, Doki, ladies and gents. If you're going to be a gaming in, uh, game hole, then we'll see you. If you're not, that's okay. We'll come to you these airwaves. Exactly. Otherwise... I'm I'm the SK. And I'm Brett. Good night. Good game and all. This episode of Gaming and BS brought to you with the help from the following BSers. Graham Miner, Corey Wynn, Hawk Sparrow, Larry Hout, Mark Tasaka, Pure Mongrel, Chris Steele, Ron Bishop, Thomas Hook, Wayne Humphrey, Craig, Brandon Barnes, Laramie Wall, Dan LaValley, Jason Hobbs, Sky, John Hammersley, Old School DM, Perry Besore. Michael Dinos, Jim Fitzpatrick, Christopher Gray, Bruce Cunnington, John Kayward, Corey Gonzalez, Eileen Barnes, Robert Nemeth, Niall Diamond, Howard Bishop, Stefan Dragonspawn, Mark Anthony Benedetti, Eric Salzweedle, Trevor Davis, Closet Gamer, Jeff Goad, Aaron Coleman, Ray Otis, 
C.W. Mellencamp, Craig Huber, Rich Wishon, Old Scouser Roleplaying, Jared Rasher, Andy Hall, David Balog, Harrigan, Melissa Bashinsky, Brian Rumble, Henry Newcomb, Eric Talvola, Hus Carl, Roger Braslett, Chad Glayman, Finolf, Josh Wallace, Merkel Froelich, Joe Swick, Curtis Takahashi, Kevin Lovecraft, Andy Olson, Tony Sugarloaf Baker, Jeff Seifert, and Aaron Ralia. For ways to support the show, head over to gamingnbs.com forward slash support dash us. Thanks, BSers! This, this has been a Litterbox, Litterbox Studio, Studio production. production.